And when you can adopt a sense and understanding that practice makes progress, not perfection, you're going to go so much further in your business. Are you ready to build your business while honoring your introverted entrepreneur heart? I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success and the Shy Girl. We work with female introverted entrepreneurs to help them ignite their path to success while protecting their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energy. Welcome to the podcast. Sadly, this is the last in the series of three about skills that an introvert naturally brings to the entrepreneurial table. It's not sad, it's exciting. It is exciting. exciting. And you know what, if you like hearing information like this, give us a review, let us know, drop us a DM on Instagram or on Facebook and let us know that you really love this content and we will create more of it for you. Nice. All right. Uh, Has anybody ever whispered the word introvert? like it's a dirty word (laughs) turns out there is a reason that we're trying to believe that introversion is maybe not such a great thing it has taken close to a century of psychologists and psychiatrists characterizing introversion as a pathology to shift that conversation not terrible (laughs) it's not terrible (laughs) that there was this belief that introversion was something that needed to be fixed because it's not Yes, we hope that you guys aren't thinking like that. No, no, there's there's nothing. You should wear that introvert badge proudly. Mm-hmm. So historically, psychological tests weighted extrovert responses around happiness higher. So introverts were at a disadvantage. So they were measured as being less happy, which is not true at all. And it really has done a disservice to introverts everywhere that this is the approach that, you know, historically had been taking place, that that shift has happened, and we're really grateful for that. But there's a cultural bias that has been in place that we are trying to shift as well. And what better way to do that than having our introverted entrepreneur friends become huge successes and show the world that we can do it too. And of course, we're speaking in general terms here. Everyone's experience of introversion isn't necessarily the same as everyone else's. So take what you can from this episode and and leave what doesn't doesn't resonate with you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's dive into our first trait of the day. What is that, Lisa? Well, apparently introverts have higher humility. Yeah, it sounds like baloney. Yeah, I know. We're (laughs) awesome. We're so awesome. (laughs) But uh, yes, there's some research to show that individuals on the introverted end of the spectrum are a little bit more humble or come across as a bit more humble. I swear we're not just making this up to make us ourselves sound really good because that would not be humble We're bragging about being (laughs) humble. (laughs) There's obviously other personality modifiers that are going to impact exactly how humble uh, each mm-hmm. of us are, but so I mean, this is if you are a humble person, this isn't a, a very important trait to embrace, right? It will serve you really well as a leader in business. 
um, by tapping into our natural ability to be quiet and observant, you'll be able to more easily embrace the contributions of those around you and acknowledge the value that those around you bring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, sort of the dark side of this is that we can get into a feeling that we don't even want to celebrate our own successes. We become almost too humble. We think it's high time that we start to celebrate our own successes. So how should we maximize this skill or how can we maximize this skill, Lisa? Well, definitely celebrate the accomplishments of your team if you've got one. Ask for feedback. Be gracious and receive it, even if it's painful. So that clients, peers, all that sort of thing. Mm. And be an active listener when you are taking in feedback. The feedback piece is really important. If you want to really embrace your hum- humility, it, it really is important to receive feedback in the context that it's provided to you. And sometimes that feedback is really hard to hear, but hearing it, receiving it, and then taking action on it will improve your business. All right, second skill. Ooh, our ability to be detail-oriented. Yeah, back to some neuroscience stuff. Uh, Last episode, we talked about our ability to remember details, and that's because of the acetylcholine pathway that we prefer to use. So if you're on a project, you're going to be highly detail-oriented, kind of, you know, looking at nuances, putting in contingency plans, and really anticipating when things could go sideways, because sometimes things do go sideways in business. You've got to recognize that the bigger picture is built on many smaller building blocks, but you want to make that foundation really solid. Mm -hmm. And you pay attention and because you're a careful listener, you'll discover things that other people might actually miss Mm -hmm. uh, in kind of the hubbub of building a business. So (laughs) this can go terribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So how do, how do we avoid that? Taking this into the perfectionism trap. Oh, yeah. Being detail-oriented can mean that you get trapped in a quest for perfection. So we hear the phrase, done is better than perfect. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. We don't, neither of us necessarily adores that phrase. We understand. We're working on it. (laughs) We understand the intention (laughs) behind it. Um, (laughs) We are both perfectionists, so it is something yeah like Lisa said we're working on it when you fall into that perfection trap you really end up paralyzed in inaction and we really want to challenge you to move into thinking that perfection is actually a moving target and you're never going to achieve it right you achieve something no John you... I'm, not... <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> okay we'll talk about that after I think we're gonna have a little business uh, don't let chatting. that paralyze you though yeah do, do not let it paralyze you because keep it moving yeah perfection is a moving target and mm-hmm. we really want you to actually strive for progress and not perfection yes. right and when you can adopt a sense and understanding that practice makes progress not perfection you're gonna go so much further in your business Yes. Now, on the other hand, because we are detail-oriented, how can we actually utilize this skill and really make sure that it's working for us as entrepreneurs? Well, 
one one more thing yet that I have issues with stop trying to multitask I'm working on that mm-hmm. I like to be perfect and multitasking at the same time but let's be honest is that the best way to move forward um, this is just going to set you up for frustration um, we can have multiple projects on the go at any one time but our focus needs to be laser pointed when we're working on a specific project mm-hmm. so even if you moment. have two or three projects on the go like we do right now we're um, building out some freebies a course uh, the podcast we have a planner that will link in the description as well if you want to take a look at it it's really designed for introverts to maximize our skill sets but we have all of these projects on the go, but when we are working in one of those projects, whether it's our podcast, whether it's, you know, marketing for our planner, whatever it is, we focus our intention very carefully on that project while we're working on it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When that attention is laser focused, you're actually going to get more done and it'll be closer to what you want your final product to look like. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So laser focus your attention even if you have multiple projects pick a project that you're working in at any time and give it all of your intention and all of your attention intention and attention Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right third skill well everyone is making good use of this skill diving into these podcasts Mm -hmm. it is listening abilities excellent ability to listen Mm -hmm. not just hear but listen that's right. So, have <laughs> you ever had a conversation where you couldn't get a word in edgewise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And have you ever thought to yourself that if that person would just keep quiet and listen, they'd have their answer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> so, I mean, this really leads to a discussion around what we see as the biggest advantages that introverts have in entrepreneurship. The ability to listen. Mm-hmm. We are skilled listeners or natural listeners i shouldn't necessarily say skilled because it does take practice and it really can serve us very well we understand emotion and nuance in general so when you listen closely clients or potential clients are telling you exactly what their problems are even if you're not sorry even if they are not necessarily giving you letter to letter detail of what that is they are telling you what their problem is right what they need solved right and if you cut them off unnecessarily you may lose out on uh, an opportunity to provide true value to them Mm -hmm. by hearing the whole thing Mm -hmm. so yeah and this is why we've opened up the platform and we really want you letting us know what problems you're facing as introverted entrepreneurs so if you do have a question Send us uh, a DM on Facebook, Instagram, and the link to ask a question. That'll be in the show notes as well. But, okay, back to... We're listening. Back to that we are listening. Okay, that sounded really creepy. (laughs) We're not actually... We're not listening, like, with weird devices or anything. Oh, no, we're not. Yes. No, we're not. So now how can we maximize (laughs) this listening skills? To ramp up our active listening. All right. So it is, it is not necessarily just about listening. It is about being an active listener. So conversation has two sides, right? True. Mm -hmm. So some of the things that you need to do to really 
become a really good active listener so that you can actually hear and understand what your clients' issues are, what problems that you can solve for them. So we want you to go into any conversation with, with well, and actually this doesn't even just need to be with clients. This can be with anybody. Right. So go into a conversation without an agenda, right? Don't ever go into a conversation with a sense that this is about you because this conversation is not about you. It's about learning something. Right. Yes. Um, Put away all your distractions and focus fully on the person that you're speaking to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Turn off the phone ringer. Don't glance at it. Focus on that person like Mm -hmm. a real connection. That's right. That's right. We really want you to connect with with this person and and hear what they're saying. Uh, Number three, uh, zip it. Yep. Uh, (laughs) This conversation may not be about you. So if there are awkward silences, let them be. Silence will almost always cause the person you're talking to to expand on Mm -hmm. their thoughts. This is a strategy that I like to use with my children. And when that silence becomes really awkward, I just stay quiet that quiet actually can become very uncomfortable and it will cause the person that you're speaking to most likely to continue on with their thought. Uh, yes, yeah, so it may be, hopefully though it's a comfortable pause and it's helped them to reformulate their what they're saying mm-hmm. so that they can expand on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people do find the silence awkward, but it could just be actually a breath of fresh air if you're speaking to someone who's shy to Give formulate their next yep. sentence so mm-hmm. it's actually and we want you to be listening to understand and not just respond we want you to be listening to so that you can actually hear what they're saying instead of just respond um another great tool to let them know that you're uh listening or that you can hear what they're saying is paraphrase back what you're hearing and this helps your conversational partner feel seen and heard mm-hmm uh, avoid closed questions. Right. What are closed questions? This is a yes or no answers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Try to have a question where they need to expand on it. They can feel that they can open up a little bit about mm-hmm. why they're answering in a certain way. Yeah. Questions that start with um, words like how and why are great conversation tools to get people to expand on what um what they're trying to say and to get kind of deeper into conversation with that person yes yeah be careful about how you respond as well right remember even though this conversation is not necessarily about you you are part of this conversation don't make it all about you right don't (laughs) don't transform the conversation and all of a sudden you know making that conversation about you be careful how you're responding to that person we want that that conversational partner to feel heard and with still acknowledging the things that are with their commonalities, right? That creates connection, finding commonality creates connection with those people. So for example, if I say to you, Lisa, Oh my gosh, my cat's amazing. He just learned to come when I call him. Right. Right. Okay. So that's, that's what, that's what I've said. Now Think on this, which is a more powerful response from Lisa? So I I could have a couple of different responses. Um, One, I could say, oh, man, my cat's amazing, too. 
He learned how to play the piano. I mean, not really. He's super cute, and he runs across the keys and scares himself. Or, because I've just made that all about me and my cat. Or, you can connect and say, your cat sounds pretty amazing. That's pretty cool that she learned to do, uh, sorry, learned to come when you called her. Um, I love cats too, and adore the cuddling time with my sweet guy. Do you have any tried or true ideas to start training him to come when I call? Right. So you've heard what they've said. You've, you've acknowledged a commonality. You've created connection. And you've encouraged them to continue the conversation. Yeah. And you can each find yeah. out a little bit about each other without it all being a monologue. All right. So those are the three skills that uh, wrap up an episode or edition three of introvert intro, introvert skill sets that's right hope that, you found uh, value in all three yeah. episodes all nine awesome skills that you can use to your advantage mm -hmm. in your uh introvert entrepreneurial journey yeah uh, we are so grateful that you joined us today again if you've got questions head to our website click the podcast link send us your question comment feedback and we will talk to you next time Thanks so much for joining us today. We'd love it if you could leave us a review so that we can grow our audience and reach as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. If you've enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot, hop over to Instagram and share it in your stories and make sure that you tag us at Success in the Shy Girl. As always, wishing you abundance and success. Bye.